Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Well, we were saying right before we recorded this that I had to bust a sweatshirt out in Southern California over the weekend. So maybe that just tells me the seasons are getting ready to change, Daryl. Yeah, Maybe. fall is here. And uh, in sales speak, that means fourth quarter. Uh, we got to finish this year strong. Hey, by the way, um, I, first of all, just if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, we want to welcome you. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. But for everyone in the sales profession right now, you know, this has been a, obviously a very challenging year. Um, whether you've been on the side of you know having sales really slow down and having to work and grind really hard to make the number, um, or we've talked to other folks who've been on the other side where where just you know as as things would have it, they're just drowning right now in demand and trying to keep their head above water. Either way, I just want to say, Larry, it is inspiring to see the selling from the heart community rising up right now, as we were saying last week, you know, the economy even, not just our lives, our families, our companies, but even the economy depends on sales professionals driving and thriving right now and and watching everybody dig in, work hard, get creative and lean into relationships has been truly inspiring in this season. Yeah, it's, you know, the way that we're going to push through this is we have to sell things. And if there's anything that I know about the sales professionals that are out there, they've used this time to double down on themselves, their clients, their relationships to push through this. And that and that's why I'm a big believer, right? I speak about it all the time is those that lead with sincerity and substance, couple that with our heart, are going to rise above all others. And that's why, I mean, selling such a noble, heartfelt profession, but it starts in our minds. Yeah, it does. And, and inside the insiders community, we've been talking all summer about the Selling from the Heart insiders community. It's growing right now as we're on a, a new platform and expanding the vision of the Selling from the Heart insiders community. It is incredible to see uh, the sales professionals that are, are and leaders as well that are diving in going, you know what? We're, we're in it. We're in it for the long haul. We're in it to be successful. We're in it with authenticity. And I just want to give a huge shout out to everybody. I leave our meetings, our calls, our, our everything with the Insiders Group. I leave with a smile on my face and fired up, uh, just ready to go take on the world. It's amazing, Larry. It's such a, it's such a great way. It's such a great way to end a week when we get together with the Insiders Group. It's just, it has been, you always say it's the highlight of the summer. The highlight yeah. of the summer for me has been building a community in the insiders group. Yeah, it, it certainly has. And as uh, as the leaves are starting to change and fall is getting here, or for our friends, <laughs> I guess, on the other side of the planet, you may be uh, about to have spring. But either way, as the seasons change, we would love for you to join us. And you can go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders, and uh, you can learn how you can get involved in that group and even try it out for free. Larry, uh, one of the challenges we have had 
in this environment and the craziness of online meetings, even sometimes having to go places and talk with masks over our face is how in the world are we supposed to communicate in this new environment? And uh, I am so excited about the guests that we've brought on today. And I think we are going to get a lot out of this conversation about how to have better conversations. And I'm really looking forward to it. So why don't you introduce our friend and let's dive in. Uh, I can't wait. So I, I have to give everyone the quick backstory on Tasia Valenza, and then I'll welcome her in. But I'm a huge TEDx, TED Talk junkie. And it's part of my morning ritual. I'll, I'll scroll through it on YouTube. And it was just a couple months ago, I'm scrolling through some TEDx talks. And I see Tasia, you know, the title of it was about give great voice and so forth. You're going to you're going to see why all this ties together in a second. So I've, I watched her video and instantaneously I go, I have to get to know Tasia. Plus, we're, we, we live relatively close to each other. So I reached out and I asked her to connect on LinkedIn. We struck up a great conversation. And I said, you know what? You have to come on the Selling from the Heart podcast, given the situation that we're all been going through, and talk about how do salespeople really project their voice? How do they really communicate in a way that excites somebody in a virtual world? And I'm telling you this, grab some paper, grab a pen. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to laugh a lot. Tasia Valenza, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Oh, thank you so much. That was a really warm and welcoming introduction, and I'm so thrilled to be with you both. Awesome. Yeah, this is going to be a fantastic conversation. I'm really looking forward to, to hearing what you have to say to us about how we need to articulate ourselves and communicate. But before we go into that, you know the question that every guest on Selling from the Heart gets. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you have to say to this. What does it mean to you to sell from the heart? So that's a really, that's a very beautiful question to ask because, you know, a lot of times we think of selling as da 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 right? right. It's like, well, it's showtime. <laughs> and, and that is exactly what you guys are, are advocating the opposite of that. It no longer works to be the, you know, the snake oil uh, salesman that you really mm -hmm. have to not connect with people's heads as much as their hearts. And that speaks so much to what give great voice means because at its essence, Give great voice really means to touch, move, and impact using our voices, which I consider our most powerful communication tools. And so when we can take words off the page and take dry material or, and, and then speak it with it, a way that connects with not only someone's head, but their heart, then we can make a connection. In other words, for me just to be here today to say, you know, I'm really delighted to be with you. My, my intention is for you to feel that I am really delighted. I could say the same words, I'm really delighted to be with you. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, thanks, Tasia. I'm delighted too. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. It's like, it's not the words we say, but the intention behind them. And so when we sell from the heart, we really, for one thing, need to be present and available to listen to what is the need of this person? What do they need? And how can we support their needs and then share that in a way that, that makes them feel heard, makes them feel valued, and makes them feel important? And that is the power and remarkable tone and intention. So that's what selling for the heart means to me. So good, Daryl. 
Oh my gosh. I I'm rewind that and listen to it again. But what Tasha just said is why I'm a firm believer that words matter and message matters. And it's how we intentionally use those words in our messaging. Huge believer in that, Daryl. It's true. And, and again, you know, nowadays more than ever, we're, we're so isolated. I mean, that's what I love what you talked about, that this period of time has been such a challenge for all of us. I mean, we literally can't even move and touch each other physically. So our voices are more powerful than ever. And using this time to, you know, to, to connect with people, clients, maybe that we haven't on a personal level and not just the sales call is the investment that pays off so much later. And then using this time to invest in ourselves, like how can we better? What, what TED Talks can we watch? What, what mentors can we learn from? So that when we come out of this, we won't be at the deepest, darkest deficit, but we'll be that much better because we had humanity connection. You know, ironically, my TEDx talk, which was all about um, this, this ability to give great voice in our professional lives and our personal lives. And I ended a story about my, my lack of being uh, the daughter role that I wish I could be. Came out February 7th. And my, my thought was, oh, I know the trains left the station. Everyone's emojiing, everyone's Snapchatting, they're emailing, but you know, digital communication. But I believe that our voices matter and that we will use them. And then COVID hit and I was like, wow, okay. I didn't really mean that to go to that extreme. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, that was a little much, but, but, the, but, you know, all of a sudden it wasn't an aberration to receive a phone call anymore, which it had become. It was aggressive to call people. It was like, what's wrong? You know what? Are you okay? And I, I always, uh, I, I, I found that this time was that everyone wanted to connect with each other. How mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. I'm anxious. How are you feeling? And that to me is something that I hope will carry forward that these connections and human relationships only deepen and that we use our voices just like you guys do on a regular basis. You're not emailing this. I mean, you guys have incredible conversations with people and you bring so much value to them, but because you're using your beautiful voices to do that. Oh, thank you. That, you know, it's so interesting because 27 years in sales, I think, you know, over and over again, we've been taught what to say. This is, you know, this is what you talk about. This is the value we add. Here's the talking points, the value proposition, all of this stuff. But Larry, I, I don't know about you, but I can't think about one time in 27 years when anybody ever taught me how to say what to say. And I think it's fascinating that, you know, before the show, I was listening to, to your sizzle, sizzle reel. And it's so cool uh, that, you know, you've had the opportunity to be the voice of some incredible brands um, and some incredible organizations. And while I was watching that, I was having this realization that every single company or television show that you were doing uh, a voiceover for had a value proposition. But they, you know, and they were all great value propositions and great marketing departments and, and all that behind them. But they needed somebody to put a voice to that value proposition. And, you know, it's interesting if you think about what sales is, and really it's, it's putting a voice and a face to a company's value proposition. Uh, and, and so I, this, this whole concept of even um, thinking in this category about voice and how we go about it is, is mind-blowing to me in terms of, A, why have we not talked about this ever? <laughs> and uh, 
oh my goodness, B, what do I need to learn? So I'm here, here's where I'm going with this. I'm just curious if you were sitting in, sitting down with some sales professionals um, and you were you know, just saying, okay, we've now been introduced to this category of our voice. Like where in the world do we start in terms of getting a voice, improving voice? Like what, I, I'm just, I feel like a fish out of water here in so many ways. <laughs> well, you're probably a lot less than you realize. But you know, when I receive the voice of a thousand symbols, there's always the um, there's the, the hey Tasia, yeah. We had a quick internet hiccup there, so can you just pick up at you're probably less blah 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 than you realize? Yes. Cool. We lost you there for a sec. Yeah. It's all good. Here we go. So you're probably much more intuitive than you realize because you guys are great salesmen and a great salesman knows again, and you and you all, you talk about connecting from the heart. These are intuitive that people want to work with people they like. That's, that's the bottom line, right? But as a voiceover artist, so you were talking about the brands, every time I receive an audition, it gives you an idea of what's going on in the commercial and it gives a description of who the narrator, who this storyteller is. She's a mother, she's a wife, she's a friend, she's the CEO. Um, and what is their intention? Is she warm, authoritative, likable, um, annoying, uh, frustrated? Again, all it's always the, the role, but the intentions and the voice quality, trustworthy, friendly, warm, inviting, calming, motivating, authoritative. It's all in my description. And so then I know these four questions, which I extrapolate, and now I teach. And this is what I would say that one has to start thinking of every time you think about a role you're going to play, how would your voice support that role? So we'll take the role of salesman, right? Mm -hmm. We have to ask the question, who am I in the scene of my life? Who am I speaking to? What do I want? What is the success of this scene? And how does my voice support that intention? So I, I, I've learned this because again, all I do is place these aspirational best versions of myself in the role. So in other words, you know, I'm the best mom, much better than I am in real life <laughs> because I'm fallible. I'm the best CEO. You know, it's very rarely you see, you do see annoying and irritating unless it's like a banter, you know, conversational <laughs> wife, husband. but it's always like warm and friendly and not an answer. So Again, you know, I understand what the difference is, is that you got, we, we normally just are we in reactive mode, but when you're thinking about your voice, you're thinking, what's your intention? And so we must extrapolate that the same way. Who am I? Who am I speaking to? What do I want? What do I want? Meaning, do I want my husband to pick up his socks uh, for the 800th time? And how does my voice support that intention? So I could say, you know, and I always joke that my husband knows exactly how I feel about him as soon as I've said his name, right? You can all relate to that. So I get to make the choice. And most of the time I'm reactive. Again, we teach what we need to learn. Honey, can you pick up your socks? Right? Well, does that further my relationship as the loving, kind, compassionate wife? No, not really. Again, small bits, it doesn't really matter. But it, when you add it up year after year after year, if I just say, hey, hon, can you pick up your socks? It's just, you know, again, the tone starts the conversation that equals the outcome. So as a salesman, you have to engage someone fairly early 
that you are, what would be the qualities of a great salesman? Warm, trustworthy, mm -hmm. trustworthy, number one. That's the mm -hmm. number one quality. They, they did a study uh, on competency and trustworthiness. And they had all these um, interns uh, for, the, for the summer and they studied them and they saw who was invited at the end of the summer to continue with the company. And what they found was that those who were trustworthy got the invitation. And why not the competent ones? Because the competent ones were so busy being competent, they never were vulnerable, they never engaged, they never asked for help, and they never wanted to just socialize for the sake of socializing because they were being too busy. And they ended up feeling you know, that these people were too arrogant or too mm. not a team player. So you see, trustworthiness is something we can convey with our voices. And warmth, we can convey. So to, to know that we have the intention, what do I want to be today? Aspirational, I want to be authoritative, but warm. I want to know that I want to be confident. I want to be inviting. And I also want to be, you know, again, helpful. These are qualities we want to convey. As a salesman, we probably don't want to convey contempt. You know, we don't want to convey arrogance. We don't want to convey condescension or impatience. These are not qualities we want to convey. So does that make sense, the four questions and how our voice supports our intention if we're aware of them? And again, you guys are so inherently good at this that you probably don't even realize you're doing this all the time. But for people that don't realize it or might be missing the mark, this would be a wake-up call. Is my voice supporting my intention? It's, it's so spot on because, he, you know, as I'm listening, what you're saying is how many times do salespeople out there deliver the message? They just deliver a message. So then my question is, are you connected to the message? Are you inviting people into the conversation? And I think if we layer on top of this, now this virtual world that, that you know, many are still trying to adapt to, the same can be said now. How are you delivering that message, the tone of your voice? Are you inviting somebody in? One of my favorite sayings is, are you pushing yourself through a computer screen? Are you leaning in, inviting somebody into the conversation? Your hand gestures, voice inflection, yes. and so forth. People pick up on that. And what, what you keyed in on that, Daryl, I thought was just spot on is in sales, we've been taught, right, throughout the years and the decades is, you know, who, who do we communicate to, right? Whether that be somebody as a decision maker capabilities in upper level management or various people in mid-level management, we, we identify those people by role and we then communicate to them by that role this exact same way. Mm -hmm. But I love what you talked about as you said, you know, peel that thing back even more. Yeah. And it's, and it's really essential, again, I, and you, you were, I love that you mentioned, because I do teach about gesticulation, you know, over 90% of our communication is actually considered nonverbal. It's our body language. It's the tone. It's not just the words. So to focus on just the words, that's 7% they've studied. So think about that. And um, like you said, when you say leaning in, when you yeah. lean in, that's considered that you're, you're interested in what the person has to say. You're like, literally telling them. And when you gesticulate, you're letting them know actually you're safe because uh, Vanessa Van Edwards, she's this great um, 
great behaviorists and uh, scientists about, about uh, our behaviors. And she did this great TEDx talk, her TEDx talk, if you haven't seen it. And, you know, when you put your hands behind your back, hands are the study, the first thing, believe it or not, before the face expressions, because of our caveman days, what do you got back there? And am right. I safe? Am I safe? So the act of gesticulating actually says, I am safe. I am available. I am not hiding something to hurt you with. <laughs> so it's funny because we think we're so advanced, but our caveman days, we're always assessing. And I mentioned that in my when I was talking about the masks. You know, I did a whole segment on how do we can give great voice in a mask because historically masks are very intimidating, right? What do we associate with it? With bank robbers and, and, and getting uh, operated on. Darth Vader, <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> right. I mean, it's really not. So when you use your whole body language to support your tone and the easiest thing we can do is a simple smile, a simple, genuine smile. Because when we smile, we are releasing dopamine and we are releasing oxytocin for ourselves. They've done studies that you could actually place a pencil in your mouth for two minutes and your brain will think that you're smiling and you're happy. So we, we often think, do our emotions control us or do we control our emotions? But nowadays we know we can hack our biology by what we do with our bodies, our smiles, our, our facial expressions and our tone. Wow. Hey, Tasia, when you were talking about the caveman, I mean, it immediately made me think of, of Larry and all of that. But I think that... <laughs> hey, so Tasia, sure. that wasn't funny. Daryl tried to be funny. <laughs> I don't think that was funny at all. So, you know what I loved about it? It was just, a, it, it, it was so straight. <laughs> So here, here's what here's what has amazed me, Larry, about this this conversation, and that was funny. Thank you. The um, that the cool thing, and you can't see this because we're still on audio, and Tasha, we're almost uh, ready to roll out on video with podcasts, and, and we'll have to have you back because what I wish everybody could see, and I just had this realization: we live on Zoom meetings right now, and you said that if someone sees your hands and they look at your hands first. Well, guess where most of our hands are when we're on Zoom meetings? Below, below the camera. Yeah. And, and, and our frames are too low and we actually diminish ourselves. Yes. And uh, so I, if, if you were watching Tasia, you would see the entire time she's talking, her hands are at or above her shoulders and she's sweeping to the left and the right and up and down and <laughs> conducting orchestras and what all kinds of things. It's in my, it's in my heritage. <laughs> no, I think that's so good. And, and I am like, I'm already like adopting this right now and realizing that, you know, I don't have my hands in the frame. Um, you know, Larry's so short, his chin's barely above the bottom of the screen right now. <laughs> But I, dude, hey, hey, you know, hey, Daryl, you can fl- you, you you got the rest of the podcast by yourself. I'm out of here, dude. <laughs> this is me waving. Hey, no, this is hey, so. No, this is good. It's like on my desk. I need to have a board put up here so I can keep my hands up all day. And and really, because you know, we talk about uh, at on the Selling from the Heart podcast. You know, we live in a post trust society. And this is a huge, huge challenge for salespeople. And, uh, you know, we've, we've talked with, you know, our friends um, in the, in the industry about virtual selling, Jeb's new book, I mean, all these, these cool things out there talking about the technology, but I have not heard anyone say, 
show your hands. And when you're hiding your hands, it's like, what's behind your back? And I realize that I've spent most of this call and probably every call with my hands, you know, below the screen and, you know, what would have worked, you would have seen them in a face-to-face meeting, uh, right? But I got to, I got to show. So maybe, yes. So that's the thing. If you can just technically change your frame, yeah. When you're doing your Zoom so that it's a little lower so that when you do have something animated to say, and it doesn't have to be every second, I happen to speak a lot, but that you should at least have the option and also um, open body language. You know, um, again, TED Talk, let's talk Amy Cuddy's uh, power pose. Have, you, have you, either of you seen that talk? No, I have not. Oh, you're going to rock your world. One of the one of the most watched TED Talks ever. And Amy Cuddy is a scientist, um, teaches at Harvard. She's a professor. Well, she's a professor at Harvard and lots of science background. She did a TED Talk that has impacted so many people based on the fact of power posing. The V and the Superman Wonder Woman pose. These poses were, again, studied from animals that the ones that take up space are the are the ones that are like the, you know, the apes and the lions and the ones that say, yeah, I belong. I am. And the chimps and the little ones that all clamp up and the little, I don't, I'm, I'm not worthy. Um, and they've studied <laughs> that this literally again, two minutes a day of standing in this pose um, actually sends up testosterone and lowers cortisol. So it, it, it the, the, the testosterone hormone is the confidence hormone <laughs> and the lower, and they even studied that, um, that blind athletes will still make the same V as they cross the finish line. Wow. Interesting. It's inherent in our body language that this says, yes, I belong. I'm powerful. And this says no. And guess what we're doing all the time nowadays? Oh, face Everyone's down got their the head buried in a smartphone. We are diminishing yeah. our oh, cortisol man. levels and we don't even realize it. Wow. So, when we, sit, when we sit in an open posture and at Zoom call and say, I am available, and we gesticulate, and we smile, and we do that two minutes before that phone, that sales presentation. Yes. And then we, and I loved in my TED Talk, I like to rock it and add the extra component of the, the empower affirmation, bring in that <clears throat> nice, strong, powerful voice, in that commanding super, you know, channel your inner superhero. Do either of you have a great, like, do you love any of the superheroes or local superheroes? Do you have like a favorite? Absolutely. I mean, Superman. Superman. Uh, right? Who doesn't love a good Superman? That's right. Larry, would you share? Do you have one? You know what? I'm <laughs> Daryl's going to make fun of me anyway. Go ahead. Hey, bring it on. Bring it on. This is good. Mine's Batman. I like a Batman. That's good. Man. Only because I, I don't grew, have to be your with, Robin. I grew up with Batman. Daryl grew up with chimps. So, so think about it. You know, when you, you stand and you practice your sales pitch, you could stand in the mirror and you could say, my name is Larry and it's a pleasure to be with you. My name is Daryl. It's a pleasure to be with you. I cannot wait for you to buy my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
But the, the point is, is that faster than a speeding train. There you go. Yes. You, know, you channel it. Yeah, it's good. That warm. What does it sound like? Tune your voice. What wow. does warm and authority sound like? You can channel it, play with it, and then bring in 10% if you need it the next day for that sales call. But you're literally hacking your biology, supporting yourself, and then you're bringing in behavior that says, I'm available, I'm open, and I'm with you. No, it's it's so it's so good because there, there's two of the three E's that you touch on that I just talk about all the time is engage and excite, and mm-hmm. I think you know salespeople today struggle, right? If I bet you one of the hottest topics around any virtual meeting right now is how do I connect and build those relationships with my clients because we have a lot of you know seniority and, and tenured salespeople out there that are just holding their breath, waiting and hoping, which we know is not a strategy. But they have to be able to connect and engage and excite people now, leveraging the best of what got them to where they're at, mm-hmm. along with what they've learned in this virtual world. And that's why I just, I mean, you've been dropping nuggets after nuggets as far as, you know, how do you really and it's hard because sales, if there's one thing I know, and I'm a sales geek at heart, Daryl's just a geek, but that's payback, dude, by the way, that a lot of us are set in our ways, right? We've been successful doing it the way we've been doing it, but you know what? The can of, you know, what's been opened and it's those that can really connect and engage and excite. They're going to see what happens over the next, you know, the rest of this year into 2021. Yes. And so much of that can come from, again, these, these four questions and the thinking that we do have this beautiful instrument and empowering Mm -hmm. ourselves that we, you know, a lot of people don't feel, you know, we have a little bit of that imposter syndrome. We don't really deserve, think we deserve to be heard. We might be great Mm -hmm. salesmen, but we've never, we still have that unconscious, I am unworthy they're going to find out and then they're going to really know me. That's what you nailed. And I think this is a great way to uh, wrap up the podcast. I can't believe we've, we're bumping up against our, our time slot already, but I, you know, behind you under give great voice, it says the art of confidence. It's just the art of confidence right now. And, and this, you know, I think that when, when you have the imposter syndrome, and in some ways, in some day, on some days, who doesn't? We all do. Yeah. Right? How do you get a, that imposter syndrome says, I, me, really me, <laughs> right? When, when you hear that voice, I'm curious, like, what is your strategy to deal with the imposter syndrome when it comes up in your world? Uh, thank you so much. I would love to end on this because, you know, Give Great Voice is three components, to give great voice to ourselves, for our professional lives, and to deepen our relationships. Nice. And to me, the most important part is how we give great voice to ourselves, meaning the language of self-love, to learn this language of self-love, which I consider a foreign language to most people. And can we learn a language in our head? No, we must say it aloud. Can you learn French in your head? No. And the language of self-love is affirmations. Mm. The affirmations of I am or I have said with conviction and intention can change our wiring and update the software that is 40 years old, a hard drive that we got, unfortunately, zero to seven, uh, the best of the abilities of all of our parents. And I'm a parent, so I'm the perfect person to say we all mess up. 
but we have so many of these thoughts hardwired and they don't apply anymore. But we, the thoughts are spinning so quick and fast that if we don't start examining them and become the witness to them, A, we can't change them. But B, the way to change it, at least for me and my, uh, my world, and has really changed me and for my struggles, is the act of affirming them. To say, wow, no, that's an unkind thought. That doesn't serve me and my role. I am amazing. I'm a great salesman. I am worthy. So it's really understanding it, identifying it, and overriding it with a give great voice, with an intention. Amy Cuddy says, don't fake it till you make it. Fake it till you become it. And that is how you do it. And by the way, I have a free affirmation meditation app called Haven. Awesome. <laughs> and it is completely free. And it is a tool of this self-love. And it will be awkward at first, but I'm in your ear. And if you take seven of these and you call me next week, I promise it'll be less awkward. But there's confidence mastery. There's leadership mastery. It's wow. rewiring, but it's all from the approach of how we do it in a nice, relaxed state, but out loud. I want people to take away to speak to themselves out loud, but only nicely. This is so good. I can't wait for the day, Tasia, that you and I can have a cup of coffee together. Uh, in person. In person. And I we'll just love forward. everything about this we'll conversation. Share that to uh, Daryl and say, Daryl, hi. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use our hands and we'll just say, hey. <laughs> no, we'll, 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 we'll FaceTime him from there. So he'll, he'll be, uh, he'll be <laughs> I would love that. Yes, that would be very meaningful. And in the meantime, it has been a, a pleasure and a privilege to be able to share my passion of what it means to give great voice and for, and I hope that it helps your beautiful and amazing and powerful salespeople to sell from their hearts even more. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Tasia, thank you so much. This has been phenomenal. And I, uh, I can't wait to get my hands on the app. I can't wait to watch the Ted talk. I can't wait to get everything that you're, uh, you've, this is so incredibly valuable to our profession. And I feel like today um, for me, and I think for many people in the Selling from the Heart audience, what we learned today was a landmark um, day, a landmark in our careers even to begin to think in these categories. And I mean that sincerely. Um, I know we're going to have more conversations going forward. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I would love that. And by the way, I see those hands. I'm working <laughs> on it. I'm working on it. This is so good. This is new to me. This, uh, this, up but you can see, I mean, you guys, yeah. it, it engages yourself. You see, that's it the way does. you actually are turning on your own good hormones so that when you've had a hard day, <laughs> And you're exhausted and you had that fifth Zoom call. How do you yeah. re-motivate, right? Sometimes it's literally, <laughs> how do you know? I got, my, I got my power pose. I need a two-minute power pose. But seriously, that's yeah. the thing. Our feelings are contagious. And when we have so good. Ones, contagious, and when we have bad ones, they are too. So we must be careful. Oh. Wow. All right, well, Tasia. <laughs> Thank you. I'm working on my gestures. This is so awkward right now, but I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> And uh, that we're going to make this all move forward. But thank you so much. And thank you, everybody in the Selling from the Heart audience. As we said at the beginning, it is an honor uh, and a total privilege to be a part of a, a movement of sales professionals that are saying, I'm going to be genuine. I'm going to be authentic. I'm bringing my real self. And I think what we've learned today 
is extremely helpful in that direction. So until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, find your voice, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.